Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, writer and comedian, Emily Winter. If you like this pod, please rate and review it wherever you get your pods so more people can find it and spread the word. Also, if you like things, I don't know, that are funny, sometimes scary, sometimes just true, uh, I have to, I'm, I'm doing a shameless plug for my book here. It's called One Day Smarter. It's out now. It is a funny, but real trivia book. I do have a chapter called Morbid Facts for Know-It-All Goths in there, um, to appeal to, uh, my spooky, fellow spooky people. So, uh, grab One Day Smarter. It will make a great gift book. It's also, it's fall. I feel like a very academic-y time. So learn a fact. Put it on the back of your toilet. Thank you so much. Okay, I hope you enjoy this episode. Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have Lucretia Lyon. Lucretia, thank you for doing the pod. Well, thank you for having me. I love ghost stories and the supernatural and not just the TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am pumped because uh, we were just getting to know each other a little bit before and it turns out we're both in the same city, LA. The pandemic has done crazy things. People are places we don't, we don't know where anybody is. Uh, But that's, you're from Texas, which is where your ghost story takes place, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm originally from Texas. I was out there for most of my life till I was like 25, moved to LA, you know, like, like you do. And then the pandemic put me back there. And which is funny because the story I'll tell actually happened close to where I was staying. Um, It was weird because it was like my dad's apartment where it happened at, but my mom's little townhouse that we were at during the pandemic is right behind that apartment. So when you said that, it reminded me, I was like, Ooh, goosebumps. Like, Oh my gosh. Wait. So this, and this all takes place in the same, in, in the town where you grew up. Yes. Tyler, Texas, um, Tyler, where most Texas. of the nation's roses come from guys. Um, so huh. yeah, <laughs> that's it's a fun fact. The yellow rose of Texas, or as if the football fans know, that's what they called Earl Campbell, who was from Tyler as well, the Yellow Rose. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love this. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but that's yeah. not to him. That's for me. <laughs> yeah, and he's a little before our time. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, so tell me, tell me your story uh, in Tyler. What happened? So, um, yeah, like, long story short, my dad's sister had uh, just died. I'm maybe five or six. And my little brother, he was in in the apartment at the time, is maybe two years younger than me. So he doesn't really remember this as well. But we were in our dad's apartment with him. And we're we're kids. And he's very emotional because his sister has just died. And Mm -hmm. he punched a hole in the bathroom wall. And, um, so yeah. And a little bit of time passed and then we leave and then we come back. Wait, so did you leave for like, for like months or did you leave for like a day? You just left for like an afternoon or something. Yeah. It was just an afternoon. Um, yeah. So like we, we had kind of left like some of the energy and then, you know, the house or the apartment and had come back just like maybe for lunch or something. And then it was like, everything just started opening as soon as we came back, all of the cabinets, all the, the front door, like after we'd shut it, it was like, nope, 
like every like the doors because it's like a one bedroom apartment so Mm -hmm. like there's not a I mean other than the cabinets and then the tv is going on and off I'm literally having goosebumps talking (gasps) about it because it was it's very vivid in my mind and you know my dad remembers it well too because it was like okay what's going on his cat is freaking out he had this big fat Siamese cat and he's like running around the apartment like the tv's going on and off and so we can tell there's a presence. And, and again, we were people who love the supernatural, of course, uh-huh. um, and believed in it or, uh, you know, but that's why we kind of knew what was going on. Even at such a young age, like I was a precocious child, as they say, uh, you know, <laughs> wise beyond my years. And it was so freaky because it was kind of obvious though, what was going on is that his sister is like, seriously, dude, your kids are in here. You don't need to be punching the walls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your dad? What was his reaction to all of this? Well, I mean, he kind of, my dad was a weird guy. He loved stuff like this. Like when, when we were little, he used to tell us freaky stories like, and that would be like, I want to hear another freaky story where he'd tell me something of the supernatural, like, or a ghost story or one of his stories so he's not really freaking out he's like cool (laughs) oh my gosh so then you must have been a little bit more comfortable because I would imagine that most people just like run right out no yeah we were standing there like what's happening cool like I mean and again I'm like five or six but yeah I didn't scream or cry I'm like more calm and like it's freaky but it's yeah you know I'm more intrigued but again, I, I used to play in the graveyard. So, <laughs> so how long did this last? And then what was the conclusion? What happened after? Yeah. So it eventually just calmed down. I, as far as I remember again, cause our memory is such a tricky thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't remember it lasting very long. It mm-hmm. was just, a, you know, it was just a few minutes, uh, but it, but it was so powerful. And again, you it was one of those because Torchy, his sister had just died and what, you know, he punched the hole in front of his kids when we're there, you know, on his weekend or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but it did kind of calm things down. Like, cause I guess he felt like she was there. Yeah. And she was like, don't do that. Yeah. And that seemed like something Torchy would do. Like, you know, really? Was like she a big, kind of a firecracker? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's why she was Torchy oh, was her torchy. nickname. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wild. So then, so then everything kind of dies down. And is mm-hmm. your dad like, and your dad's feeling a little more calm now? He's like, do, I mean, was how long did it take for you guys to talk about it? And be like, I think that was Torchy telling us to just like cool it and like grieve a little less, you know, a hole punchy. <laughs> Well, I I don't ever feel like we necessarily had that conversation of what it was. I think it was just everybody knew that it was her. And but it was very much like, whoa, this cool like ghost story happened. It was probably this like we're very, you know, we don't I mean, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But it became one of our freaky stories. (laughs) That is so wild. Um, Don't you love they'll text like when you're doing so? Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to cut that out. But anyways, um, so has anything else happened to you since then? Was that like a one and done or do you feel like that opened you up to more stuff or? 
Oh yeah. Like, you know, not the sounds too crazy, but I'm very in tune with like intuition and things like that. Like I wouldn't necessarily say psychic, but, um, and, and again, I, I know this is a ghost story podcast, but I assume like delving into the supernatural kind of oh. all encompasses all encompasses. Uh, as far as, you know, I have that sort of put me in tune with there is something out there. There is another plane. And when you feel that and you've seen it with your own eyes, like Dennis Leary talks about this too, because that's why that was such a big part of Rescue Me. But yeah, like, cause he had an experience with his own father later. And, and it's just little things you notice. Like, like when my dad died a few years ago, I think I remember I was going to this job and I just sort of felt him being like, you don't need to go to this. Like, this isn't for you. Like, and I just quit and it was one of the best decisions I ever had. And like, so it's little things like that, or, or like I say, just being more in tuned with things. Like there have been several times where I like, you know, didn't step off of the curb and just because not like I was thinking anything, it was just like something told me to wait a second. And then thank God you did because something just happened. Like a car came yeah for a quick right yeah oh interesting yeah Yeah. or like with dreams sometimes uh this is one of the more freaky just spot on like psychic dreams I had I guess you could say was Hamilton was coming to LA it wasn't the Lin-Manuel Miranda but it was still the Broadway troupe that was touring at the time and it had been a while since it had come here since the beginning and so it was a big deal everybody wanted to go to Hamilton and I'm like thinking oh I'll never I won't get to go whatever like and then uh, I have um, a dream that I stole Hamilton tickets such a weird thing like I stole these tickets and then sure enough maybe two days later it's on the press list and at the time I uh, did press and and uh, would do a lot of things for like musicals or stuff like that because I was a fan and I'm like well, yeah, I guess I could submit. They give you a free ticket? Really? Like, or you just cover the event? Like, how does this work? Sure enough, they're like, yeah, but you get one ticket. You get one ticket and then you can go. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, this was not even on my radar. This thing just popped up after this dream of like, yeah, you know, and then here you go. Here's your one ticket. Saw Katie Seagal, who's one of my heroes in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god she's very cool that's awesome um wow so you just you feel like it's sort of like it was your dream being like hey pay attention Mm -hmm. to this email or whatever like yeah it it was like you're gonna get free Hamilton it was like stealing these tickets you're like and it was I felt like I felt like I I stole them I'm like oh my god I got this for free like free one free Hamilton ticket people are paying like 400 bucks like (laughs) like that's an amazing story. So yeah, yeah so you just I know. Have... I was like, oh. <laughs> so do, is your brother and was your dad similar in this like sort of intuitive way? Yeah, um, I think because that was why our dad had so many freaky stories. He was very in tune. I think, uh, well, I did tell my brother he was an alien when we were little and the whole family, we convinced him. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we got him in so a pawn shop, outer space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, the poor kid. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> so what, do you have any stories from your dad and like some of his freaky stuff that happened to him? 
Oh my God. Like I'd have to really think because I'm trying to remember a lot of specifics because again, my dad was a little crazy. So I'm not sure how many of these were true, (laughs) even though he would say they were true. But I do know that one really happened to us because it's like, it's one of the most, I mean, I have sort of an eidetic memory and I think that kind of helps with being into it. Sort of like, did you ever see the show Psych? Like Sean in that show, how like it's show. just sort of paying attention to everything like and because that's how he's a fake psychic is like he just pays attention and then people uh would miss things yeah oh and when you sorry what kind yeah. of memory do you say you have it's eidetic like it's what most people call like photographic memory but it's mm. really just being able to like honestly hold and visualize a lot of stuff in and mine's more auditory focus like mm-hmm. if i say if it's something that happened out loud like which is interesting considering I'm half deaf like but that is you know how I'm able to remember a lot of stuff on and and this is why it's like in memory like that it's so closely tied to like like I say the goosebumps or things and and that's one thing you notice with with true stories and stuff people again going into like the psychic things you can kind of tell people's tells and That's so interesting. Yeah, you're just like incredibly intuitive to the point where it's like at at this point, is this like a special gift? I mean, it is, but it's like, it's like how, like, it's that weird Venn diagram of like, no, I'm just like really good at stuff versus supernatural. But then there, I think there is a sort of crossover. Uh, exactly area. it's it's like I'm a little bit you know agent scully woman of science like I you know not everything is supernatural most things can be tied to but but I I've seen it guys like so it's it's kind of cool like that's whenever you think about some of these things that's amazing um did you ever have an experience in that particular apartment again uh, I don't remember having any other in that particular apartment. I think he moved fairly quickly after that. And, and so it was just really tied to the death of your aunt, which makes sense. I mean, it's yeah. a huge deal, obviously. Um, wow. Amazing. So having had that experience, does that change or does that affect the way that you live your life now? If that makes sense. Um. I think so, because uh, is a lot of other people that may be intellectuals or um, people of science, they don't have that spirituality base or faith based or whatever. And I mean, whether you are Christian, Muslim, whatever, I mean, there's different types of faith. It's that belief in something bigger than yourself. And as you probably know, with a lot of comedians, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. And and again, it, they're brilliant. I love Bill Maher. I, I love Seth MacFarlane. I love those atheists. But I do think I have a different perspective because even though, again, Tyler is a weird Christian bubble and we were kind of the black sheep, obviously, the weird <laughs> people to believe in ghosts and supernatural. But like, it is interesting to see that other side and, and see why they believe what they believe because the supernatural does exist. Maybe Jesus was the son of God, or maybe like, it gives me a little bit more, I think, empathy for other people that maybe don't believe what I do, but have some other form of faith or Mm -hmm. belief in something that, yes, I saw this with my own eyes, but you know how many people think I'm crazy just for telling this story too? Like, I mean, it doesn't necessarily line up with science. It is based on faith. And I think that does give me a little bit more like I say, empathy for people 
of other faiths that I think a lot of people in comedy maybe don't have because they don't necessarily see this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you said you guys were like the black sheep. And so you what were you raised if you weren't raised Catholic? It sounds like you were in a did you say Catholic town? That Tyler's well, a Christian. Christian. Yeah, okay. like I, they're more Baptist because it's the oh, South, like more right, Southern right. Baptist. Like, but yeah, I was like basically um, no offense, guys. Same thing. Like it's all just like, <laughs> the different sects of Christianity. But yeah, like and yeah, we were sort of the weird family that wasn't involved with the churches or things okay. like that because we were pretty well like non-denominational. Like that's just not for us. Like my okay. dad was more atheist uh, like or agnostic, I would say. But um, my mom just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's an awesome story. And I love your takeaways from it. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any other spiritual stuff that you want to talk about before we, uh, we move on to some stuff that you want to plug? I've had so many weird, like freaky things, but I think, I think that story is, is probably the best one that really just it shows I mean, it's like, huge yeah was the cat okay was your cat okay oh yeah stormy he was good he he was so cute like because he was a big fat siamese cat running uh-huh. around and then it's like to see him because he's pretty lazy but it's like so oh now he was fine he just laid back down he lived yeah. a long happy life oh good that was his cardio for the month yep um awesome great well um plug whatever you would like to plug and tell people where they can find you on the internet it's like I've done this before. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And <laughs> I am an actress in or uh, a voice actress in a audio soap opera, the first audio soap opera to go back to its roots during the pandemic on the radio there or podcast platform. So you guys can find forever and a day on any podcast platform out there and listen to me as Caitlin Harper. Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. You know, when we got on this, I was like, oh, she has an amazing voice. So I'm glad that you're doing that. I feel yeah. like yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for doing the pod. Oh, thank you. And thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. If you want to find me, talk to me, tell me your ghost story, be on the podcast, reach out at Emily MC Winter. That's Emily McWinter on Instagram or Twitter. Um, buy my book, One Day Smarter, rate and review. You got homework, people. Have a great week. Okay, goodbye.